you are experiencing HR After Dark, solving the people problems that keep you up at night. We exist to make the people part of business easier for leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners of all kinds. Thank you for tuning in to HR After Dark. I'm your host, Jada Willis, CEO of Willis HR. And today we're talking about how to handle employee substance abuse. And this even goes for remote employees. So right now in the midst of everything, I know that even our listeners, you're hearing my voice right now. I know that you're under stress. There is so much going on, you know, to the parents that are balancing work as well as family and home life and trying to teach the kids and entertain the kids and protect the kids, everything, and even making decisions about school and returning, you know, back to school. In addition to the other stressors of that you may be experiencing at work. So whether you're working at home or remotely, or you're going into the office, then you also have to continue to consider social distancing and quarantining and the pandemic that's going on around us. It's not a secret that COVID-19 has amplified any depression, anxiety, and just mental health issues that, you know, we all have maybe even experienced from time to time. And this, this is no different. So it actually has led to an increased amount of workplace incidences as well as substance abuse among employees. And so if we're helping our clients and, and educating others throughout this pandemic, thought it'd be a good thing to at least go through how to recognize some signs, what to do, and then how do you even handle whenever this comes up? Because unfortunately, this is a part of our new norm, our new world. And I don't know whenever, you know, things are quote unquote going back to normal or COVID-19 won't be a thing that's, you know, top lining the news, but there are pieces in play that you can do as employers as of right now. I would say first things first. So even if you're not side by side with your employee and and noticing that there are changes in behaviors or maybe they smell like alcohol or they have slurred speech and they, they, if they are a remote employee, then you're going to notice a couple of things, possibly missed deadlines, missing calls, and maybe even just, again, a change in behavior. But the only way to notice that is that as leaders, we stay engaged, we stay communicating And that if you set a meeting to have with your employee, whether it be by phone or by video, that you follow through. And, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, you have to spend more time with your employees, communicating with them, making sure that your employees understand what's expected of them. And we can't just say they should know what their job is. They should know what's expected of them. Well, we, we kind of take that for granted because there's natural things that occur in the workplace, right? And you could overhear, you can learn from your peers. There's just this natural state of processes and workflow. But that's not the case whenever you're operating from a remote standpoint. So it's really important that you emphasize communication. Okay, so you're saying, well, what about we're not working remotely, we're coming into the office, and do I still have to have that same level of engagement? And the answer is yes. But the reasons may even vary just a little bit. So you want to stay close to your team right now because, well, they need you. And they need this extra layer of just support and even, you know, stabilizing in the midst of COVID-19 and so much uncertainty from a day-to-day standpoint that it's your role as a leader to provide that example and provide that consistency. Also, you just want to stay connected so you can just make sure that you're, you know, sharing performance guidelines, expectations, and checking in on them. 
asking them how they're doing and really listening and taking that time. But also even taking a little extra time whenever they're talking about what's going on at home and even venting a little bit. I know that we're all super busy, but it's really important that you're spending that time and listening and engaging with your employees because then, yeah, for it develops absolutely a level of trust, but it also lets you be able to witness if there are inconsistencies in their behavior from a day-to-day standpoint. And maybe it's not related to substance abuse, but maybe they're just having an off bad day, but it gives you the opportunity to recognize and identify and your employees, bare minimum, know that you care. So, and you see those warning signs of, again, slurred speech, maybe they're just off and kind of lethargic. It's still an opportunity for you as a leader to ask, is everything okay? Are you doing all right? And I've noticed that there have been some changes in your behavior recently. And you can give specific examples, but never accuse an employee of doing drugs or misusing drugs. It will only... It only causes issues with that employee and possibly gets you in some some legal hot water. So it's really important that you open up that dialogue and you're having more of a seek to understand learning conversation. But it's also good to share any kind of employee assistance benefits, anything else that your company provides, or if there's anything in the community that's being offered, share that with every employee, not just that one employee that you're talking to. And it's, again, making sure that you're reiterating to your team that you are supporting them seeking, you know, resources outside that, you know, this time is hard and difficult for everybody. And we know that we obviously we have production and we have, you know, performance goals. But at the same point in time, it's important that they take care of themselves. And the next thing, and I have to share this also as an HR professional, is look at your policies. You know, you want to, from time to time, you want to resurface and circulate workplace policies that maybe are in the employee handbook, but only get reviewed once per year. I recommend that whenever it comes to anti-harassment or harassment-free workplace, anti-discrimination type of policies that you're, you're going to want to circulate those. Well, the same thing applies whenever it comes to drug-free workplaces or zero tolerance policies. It's really important, not just from an incident that you observe and then you send out a policy, but making sure that it's really a general opportunity to educate your team on the policies that apply to them. And then also what occurs if there is a violation of policy. It doesn't mean that if someone is having a rough day or you do think that there are even issues of substance abuse, that doesn't mean that you merely move to termination. There's a process and you should definitely partner with your, your HR consultant. If you don't have an HR, please partner with Willis HR. We'll guide you through the process every step and, and hold your hand along the way to make sure we're taking care of the employee, but also protecting the business. Because something that we haven't even discussed as of yet is, you know, workers' compensation and workplace incidents. That still applies to your remote employees because they're working, right? So defining those work times, of course, but it gets a little, it gets a little muddy. And so we have to have all of these aspects in consideration as we're thinking through this increase in, you know, misuse of, of substances or substance abuse. Now, of course, it's not our, our job to get to know any type of medical details, anything of that nature. So do not let employees share these medical details with you because I don't want there to be a situation later that they, it comes up, they share these details and now something like corrective action is occurring and then there may be room for retaliation. Let's not do that. 
Really, we really want to make sure that we're emphasizing our policies just in general for the team, staying very close and communicating with the team, staying engaged, holding consistent and regular meetings. They understand the performance expectations of their job, understand what is it required of them on a day-to-day basis, whether they're on-site or even in a remote setting. And you're keeping those lines of communications open in addition to accessing resources, whether it be company or community, and you being the leader have the obligation to maintain that dialogue, but then hold your team accountable to what they're, what they're expected to do and what you know that you've been educating them on what their role is in the company, but show compassion at the same time. So yes, there needs to be a level of compassion. There needs to be flexibility in the workplace, but that doesn't mean that we disregard the policies that we have in place. It's really important that we still acknowledge this problematic behavior like missing calls, like missing deadlines, or even a de- decline in the quality of work. But we want to start first with trying to understand the why, trying to understand what has exactly occurred. I've noticed a pattern in X. And I just want to care and I just want to help you out. And so, and being able to, to help that employee through this difficult time. But it also doesn't mean that we look past a possible drug usage, things of that nature. So as long as you have the right policies in place and you can do, you know, reasonable cause drug screening, you can also send your employee for a, a drug test. And I would just make sure that you have documented incidents of observed behavior that may warrant this, you know, random drug screening or, and, or you have the policy in place that makes sure all employees have signed off on random cause, you know, or reasonable cause drug screening, either one. So those are a few of the tips today that I can share with you, but I do encourage you to, to reach out to us if you have any additional questions. This is something that I think we'll continue to see as COVID-19 unfolds and the pressures I know they stack up and, you know, from day to day, some folks are, you know, doing great. And then the next day they can be, you know, just very sad, very tired and very depressed. And I I know that there isn't, you know, this magical guidance through all of this, but I do think that we can, we can all do our part as leaders and uh, community members just to, to care about one another and to ask, how are you doing? And have those, have those conversations. So also, I want you to check out, we have some upcoming webinars. We have some really cool stuff going on at Willis HR. I would go to our website and also check out HR Essentials. Uh, you can be protected. Your business can be protected just like insurance and you can pay $99 a month. So I encourage you to check out the resources that are available. Tune into our podcast, subscribe if you haven't, write us a review. And if you want to contact us absolutely immediately, email info at willishr.com. And I really hope you can get some sleep tonight.